Welcome to episode 393 of the B-Movie Breakdown. We're getting pretty close to tapping that 400. We're getting very close. Inching our way to that 400 mark. 400? Why? <laughs> you don't like 400? No. So you're probably saying well, it again. Episode 400. Uh, <laughs> we're getting very close to that. So this is the B Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home, the good, the bad, the what the fuck? It's just that's what I said a lot of times during this movie. It's like I said it just like that. It's like what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it's said it. yeah by yourself. You use yep. that. You use that tone. Yep, by myself. All, cool. All by myself. Great. Uh, and uh, speaking of myself, I'm Corey. Yeah, I am Nick. And uh, each week's movie is provided to uh, provided to you. Wow. We're not providing you anything. <laughs> We're not providing you shit other wow. than pure entertainment. Yeah, I was gonna say nice for your ears, nice um, voices. Sometimes in we your are. <laughs> we uh, the end of every episode is where we let you know what the next movie is gonna be. Uh, so you can find that at the end, very end of every episode, and uh, we let you know what the movie is gonna be. And where you can find it, so you too can join in on the madness. You can follow us at B Movie Breakdown on social media, especially over there on the Instagram. That's where most of the activity is happening. Oh All right, there's some activity over there. What's that activity? I think it's B Movie Breakdown on Instagram. Are you okay? Nobody could see like this weird hand dab you were doing. <laughs> then you were like shaking in your own shirt. This is the kind of entertainment you provide me with. This is true. Uh, so you can God. also email us, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up there. Hit us up on the Instagram as well. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to toss out there? Well, this week's episode of the B-Mover Breakdown is going to get a little creepy and murderous and scary. So if you're into those kind of topics, if you're into those kind of topics, listen to Weird and Feared, where you find your podcasts. All right. Listen to Weird and Feared, and uh, and then go watch uh, this week's movie. Yeah, what is this week's movie? This week's movie is available on Amazon Prime Video. Do you feel like when you, like, discovered this movie, you were, like, like digging in, like, like, dirt or, like... You know, some diseased pit, and then you pulled out this beautiful shining diamond. Yes. Is that how you felt? Yeah. When I saw the poster for this, I was like, my lord. Here it is. Well, I literally said, this is my new lord. Like, I'm bowing down. I mean, honestly, considering some of the metaphors used in this episode, it's not inappropriate to say that. I'm bowing down to Jigsaw. Uh, So, this week's movie on the B Movie Breakdown from 2002, not to be confused with the Jigsaw movie that is part of the Saw franchise. Uh, this movie actually came out prior to Saw, any of the Saws. See? No Saws were out at the time when it's a shame. this movie came out. It's a out. shame that this such a diamond has been overshadowed by, by a never-ending film franchise. In, yeah. Uh, so this week's movie, 2002, Full Moon Pictures, Jigsaw. It's the best of the worst. Yeah.
might surprise. I don't hate it. I, you know what? I don't hate this movie either. Uh, you know why? But I do hate it at the same time. No, no, I you, hate. I don't hate you, it, and I hate it. You know why? I don't know because I also I want to. Many, you can come at it from many angles. That's the, that's the treasure here. Well, let's see how many different angles we can find. We can find a few. We can find at least three. Um, because, like, low-budget movie, but, like, still, like, presented as, like, a bigger movie. Like, like kind of, right? Was it just, like, a direct-to-DVD at the time? Oh, yeah. This is direct-to-video. So, like... This is no theatrical for but, this. But, you know, like, if you just look at, like, the actual script itself, like just like how it, like the story, the script. Yeah. I mean, never really seen a story like that before. No, as far as the origin of like a monster goes, that's pretty unique. Yeah, it, it call, but also even in on the nose, even mm. on the nose in the story, it calls out like the golem and making a thing. So like, it's got this you know ancient lore tied into it. Normally, a movie would give you a little bit more reason as to how and why the monster is alive. Well, I do feel like we don't get a third act. Or like a fourth act, or we needed something else. But that's, there's something in the middle, just not there. Just, there's no explanation as I, to how the monster is alive. It just is. I mean, you just you just have to accept it. There's you just have rit- to accept that it's a there's thing. There's a ritual. It just happens. A ritual. You know, is, the, the logic doesn't. I'm not looking for like, as far as like m- magic and mysticism goes, good enough, fine. Right. That's what I mean. It's just you just have to accept it. You do. It just is. Uh, you got anything else? The to monster, say? for one, it, which is Jigsaw, yes, um, doesn't even like have an appearance as a monster until about thirty minutes left of the movie, and the movie's only like an hour and eighteen minutes, right? Which works in its favor. The, I would argue the movie that we always talk about how movies waste time, and like you could like in the beginning, I thought we were wasting time. Like, I really thought we were wasting time. There's a time. few times where there's time is completely wasted, thought, even later on. I thought time. we were really wasting times. Times. But in my, like, opinion, I don't think so because, like, the whole point is that, like, these characters confess stuff about them or they just talk about, like, something about that plus the fucking crucifixion that happens brings this thing to life. Yeah. So, so like, knowing the people that go into talking about and the lead to the creation kind of works with it and you do get to know these characters some in wild ways but well so most people haven't seen this movie what and that's a it shocker is, to uh, me it's about a group of students that are doing uh with the world's uh, best teacher are they in an art school art class it's at least an art class um, with only six people i only six people, but at one point he acts like there's more people in the class when they're in the class in the beginning he says like for those of you who didn't get a part you can, you don't have to come to the meeting. Yeah, so I who just the thought, fuck I is just, he talking? I just to? thought he's fucking like being silly and joking. Yeah, I mean, I felt like no, but no. Talk, I was no. like, did one of these people not get a part? Yeah, but they but all got one. Everybody got one. Um, so it's about a group of students who get an assignment from their teacher to dip. They're gonna they each have a part of this mannequin, and they have to do something like unique to it that is about them. And uh, they're going to bring it together and make uh, like a jigsaw puzzle out of the mannequin. It'll look like kind of crazy. And- yeah, because it was that thing that, you know, you do at parties with your friends and then you heard about in the 1920s, like a, a collective did where they took these drawings and pieced them together. Sure. Sure. 
Uh, that part was okay, but when she mentioned to like, oh, we did that at one party one time. Like, no, no, you no, didn't. no, no one did that. No one did that. No never, one did no that. One never did this. <laughs> no one did that. No one did anything near this. Uh, so like, so they put this like, they're gonna put this guy together, and the professor has the idea to uh, let's meet at this bar. We're gonna have our next class at the bar. Uh, Probably not legal. Uh, to do what you're doing, you can is, do I'm, it after hours as like a thing. It's fun, but you can't say this is the next session of classes. At the I bar. like how you said this guy had an idea to have a class at a bar when he had an idea to seduce students. Yes, his uh, his main That's plan his was idea. he wanted to bang students. Yes, um, but yes. it's okay. He's the same age as them. They, uh, they're, they're like no different. Is he like just out? Of, he's like one year out of school, and he's, he's playing older. He's playing older, which is fine because uh, you, your your age can look deceiving. But it's just he looked. He's funny the same age because he looks the uh, same. So they they go to this bar to basically they're going to tell some uh, stories about some tell stories some just say things are things were fucked. Um, it's like all you get out of a few people is like, oh, it's not good. Well, yeah, because let's talk about you know why we made the things this way. But even then, if it's just at a bar and you're like, oh, we're just gonna have a you know a couple drinks and then piece this thing together that's like, oh, kind of a communal thing, as opposed to what he makes the night. No, he makes the night that they have to keep, they each get to decide on drinks. Each round is decided by each person, and they all get to choose their drink of choice. Uh, at That's how it starts off. And they, uh, you know, things ensue, and we'll, we'll get into it, but I just want to give out the basic sure, plot synopsis of what's gonna what's happening here. And uh, you could, I mean, if you've seen the poster, you've seen the movie, you've seen the thing on Amazon, you can probably guess things don't go so well for this group. But, um, yeah, it's, this movie is just, um, it's it's definitely something else, to say the, I mean, to say the least, right? It is, it's, it's some of the stories that are told about some of these characters. It's almost like an anthology. Uh, it is, but it isn't. Uh, it, but some of the stories that are told to about these, some of these characters are just absolutely jarring. Um, at times, well, life isn't all sunshine and lollipops, Corey. This is, this is true. I understand that. Um, I guess I didn't expect what we were provided with. In this no movie one could to happen. <laughs> No one could. Um, especially certain character stories that we will get to here shortly. But um, do you want to hear real quick? Just my first two notes. Don't know all the characters' names. School makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hard to uh, keep track of who was who. The especially the guys in the beginning. Eddie, I could not remember until the end. Eddie was the ma- main one, right? Right. And Todd was the guy who was the kind of douchey one. Kind of, sort of. And Eddie, Eddie was the reason why I was like grabbing onto my couch as I was watching. I'm like, what are we, what angle is Eddie here? Is this just the way he's like? Because we all know guys, or we've experienced people who are this way. Like yeah, they, he's they just a little be, like I'm weird, a neck beardy, right. awkward. His smile was creepy. He wanted he wanted to get with Val 
But he focused. wasn't aggressive like, about try- it. He yeah, not, no, he yeah, just, he, he wasn't was, trying. He, was he like, literally was like a friend, but like not really pushing anything. He he definitely wanted to get with her, and he was definitely not I'm thrilled sure that, that she was into Professor. Turns Colin. out, I mean, he, we don't know his last name, but Professor Colin. Turns out, we only know him by he was name. right about everything about he, Colin. Yes, Colin is fucked. Colin is a he's um, out of control. I, uh, my first actually, you want to talk about your first note? Yeah, my sure. my first note because I didn't know this about the movie was like, oh, this is a full moon picture. So yeah, I kind of, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're getting into. We're getting into a Charles Band production. Yeah, I figured you knew that in the beginning no. because like, this is quite a, we've done this before. No, I did not know this was a full, I mean, there's, there's certain levels to full moon pictures, yeah, right? This there's is definitely one of them. This is, there are high levels and then there are middle and there's low. It's like, here's a good movie. And it's like, ah, whatever, let's do it. Yeah. Let's just do this. Um, and then right off the bat, you see like a chick tied up yes. in Christmas lights in pa- in brown panties. And then it just goes to a kid, in, kids in the classroom. Yep. And I was almost like because it comes back. Yeah, it makes. It, but I yeah. was almost like when it was getting towards the end, and we still didn't. There yeah. was still no connection to that. I was like, because I didn't recognize that that was Val. I thought it might have been. And, I did. I won't lie. And honestly, the there is a girl on the poster. Yeah. That's in like the eye of Jigsaw. Oh, really? I didn't even look. That and there's close. like a face. It's no girl that's in this movie. Well, Jigsaw doesn't look like Jigsaw either, so it doesn't matter. Right, but I'm just saying there's no... She's not in the movie, so that could have been like that girl. Sure. And then I was like, uh, what if they never go back to this? Would have been hilarious. Would have been wild. I mean, the ending is already whatever, crazy already, but like if they never went back to that girl tied up in Christmas lights and brown panties and that's just what they wanted to show in the beginning of the movie, I would almost give them more credit for that. Just like, here, this is what we showed you. We just set the tone for Whatever. That's like, because this movie is very sexual. Yeah, because we've got a maniac. It's, a, it's very much a 2000s, early 2000s, yeah. like in the vein of like, you know, all the other, there's a lot, like the sex comedy came back around that time. The American Pies, Van Wilders, all and that you, stuff. That, that, um, that, that type of school or college is definitely running, it's an undercurrent running underneath these characters' actions. Yeah. For sure. Raunchy. And- raunchy. The raunchy sex comedy. Like it, yeah. it made a comeback. And that, I mean, like even like it, 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 it developed into like uh, what became like big rated R comedies aside from those, which were big, but not as big as like what became of like the Judd Apatow movies. Right. They like kind of evolved into those like four yes. year old virgin yes. and super bad and all that stuff. Um, but so the, the professor Colin, this is what we'll call him. Yeah. Um, did you feel like he was like, trying to act like another actor? Like, I couldn't put my finger on it, but certain I times, didn't. certain things he was saying was like, is he like trying to channel like, not Christopher Walken, but maybe at times, and but then like some, sometimes the performance just, was like, it was so like, oh, it was like out there, but not, it was like, he was so, he, and he was like, he played a good creep, but sometimes Colin, nah, is it, it was like, I don't know. Well, I thought Colin, again, when I say things like great when discussing this movie, it's great on a curve. Let's keep that in mind. Because like, you know, when you think that's a great character where you might, you know, a great character could be Indiana Jones. We're not talking about that kind of a character in this movie. But I will say Colin makes a great, like for this movie, bad guy. Because like, he starts off as a, he starts off just as this professor and you find all this about him, and by the end, like he's literally just like 
offering sacrifices. He's a he's just a maniac. Yeah, he's an absolute maniac. So it makes you think, like, did he have this plan all along? I don't think so. Did he know that this was going to happen? I don't think so. Because he just turned in, but or the situation turned him into the maniac, I guess. Well, he's also, I mean, he's already a maniac. Well, also but. he's a maniac, and then by the end of the movie, he's very drunk. So he's a drunken lunatic who's lusting for his college students. Which, like, maybe don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it ha- I mean, it's a trope of other movies and things like that, right? But he's like not even just like flirting with him or like doing. He like met her for coffee one time and. Like Val and Eddie's like, you just met him for coffee. And he's yeah, like, and he like led Val on, and then when one Val was like not like fully like on board. Well, Val just like, Val thought he wasn't a creep and thought they were just like hanging out. But again, that's like the teacher um, dynamic. Even in college, like the power dynamic of like, oh, my professor wants to hang out. Right. Cool. Like, oh, she was kind of into him a little bit, and she kind of yeah. got upset when when he was like. I'm gonna bang Louise instead. Uh, speaking well, of the, Louise, that was after that. That was he wasn't. She was no. Speaking of Louisa, she's on her phone in the beginning of the movie, and she puts uh, contact in her phone. I, I'm assuming it's her boyfriend or well, her at husband. First, at first, it first was Art, and she changes it in her little T9 phone. Art asshole. was her boyfriend, right? Her husband, husband, boyfriend. Yeah, they're I married. I couldn't remember if it was. They're married, or and some kid lost his parents. They had a child. Yeah, that kid is now an orphan. Because, spoiler alert, both his parents get murdered. Yes, they do. I didn't realize that until this very second. I'm like, they had a child. They're both dead now. I forgot they had a child, to be honest. Uh, but she uh, she changes his name from Art to Asshole in her phone. <laughs> Which, like, that's another little, that's another one of those cool stories we get to learn about. Later. Yeah, because it's, it's already setting up to be, like, it's already showing you, like, a silliness, right? It's like... Right away, it's like, oh, she's putting asshole. It's like, all right, is this gonna be silly? And you like, don't know yet. You don't right. know yet. And I, lo- I like this note I put, I put down about the thing because I mentioned before, like, if you didn't get a part, don't come to class. All others, let's meet in the bar in a bar for class, and then have a bonfire. What the fuck? Yeah. Again. <laughs> but he literally says, if yes. you didn't get a part, don't come to class. Yeah. And I was like, there's only five students. School makes no sense. Oh my gosh! But the, can you imagine going to a class? He hands out some props, and like you're in this class paying tuition, and he's like, "I oh, didn't get one. Don't bother." And I wish to we would have got some more. Like, so when they're putting together like their pieces, I wish we kind of almost got more of that, like the more of the thought that maybe we could have seen instead of the stories being late, we could have had some thought being put into like what they were doing when they were building, because we only really get to see like. It really, Eddie and Tawny are the only two Correct. people we really get to see build right. their things. Tawny's like jamming to some like super late nineties like yeah. uh, buzz ballad jams. Mm-hmm. It's all like generic music sure. or and or music of like people they knew. Yeah, because like it doesn't even the tracks aren't even listed at the end. It just says songs by right. and then it lists the bands Band. yeah. or artists. Yeah. yeah, I got some notes in some of those. Because I was like, oh, I wanted. To, I was like. Because one song kind of sounded slightly familiar. It was yeah. like a metal song to play. I was like, this could be like a one of five different bands and it wasn't, but, um, just of the time. Sure. And I just like, and then you see Eddie making his, and you were talking about what the deal with Eddie. He's like kind of weird, whatever. He's like he quirky. puts his like creep cam on his. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why is he doing this? I don't know, but it's fucking cool. The camera. I also don't understand. How was the camera connected to the TV in the bar? Don't you know? 
in 2002, he had just localized Wi-Fi. Right. This, you know what he, you know who he talked to? The kid from Home Alone Three. Yeah. Remember that kid had the internet, all the can, he had all the cameras, yeah. and he had everything yeah. all hooked up. And that was even pre 2002. I mean, Wi-Fi existed in 2002. It did. I don't know if he was using on it cameras like, his, like that on his cam. I mean, we that's we what you got to do was like lean into the early 2000s. His t- and stinky 90s. Pete. Stinky Pete, yes. his TV yes. did not have any Wi-Fi capabilities. He did not that man did not know what Wi-Fi is. He hooked up an analog adapter, and he did. It's an imagine an, it's an analog like it plugs in like how you plug in like a Nintendo, but like it's got a Wi-Fi thing on it. Okay, this happens in two thousand two. Okay, that's how that works. Yep, hack it up, hack it up. I spoiled what I was going to say. Chalk it up to '90s and early two thousands. He's just a hacker. Yeah, he, he can do stuff. He, he's just yeah, a hacker. Because that's what he. Because even his like. His, I almost called it his lair. His it, lair. it was a lair. It was a lair. He had a lair. <laughs> and he had a lair. His lair that he lived in. Yeah, he had. He lived uh, in a lair. Yeah. You know, was like very much of like, he could be like a hacker like guy. He could, that was like. And to be the, fair, he's only like 10 years away from his wife and being a thing. Right. So like, he's a little ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah, he's ahead of the curve. And, he's, some stuff and, he, at and he just wanted to show Stinky Pete. Uh, or Sneaky Pete or Stinky Pete? It's sneaky. It's sneaky. Sneaky Pete. It's Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> stinky Pete. He's a character. He is a character. Um, you don't, again, you just kind of see these characters and you think they're no bit and it's like, oh, he's sticking right, around. Right. Bit. Yeah. Because right away, like you, they go to the bar to Sneaky Pete's, this bar that they're meeting at, which seemed to be like not close to anybody, but no. they all knew it. They all seemed like they go there quite often, but it seemed like all of them had to drive a decent distance to get there. Right, it, was it was very like weird. Burden. Like this is the bar where you guys all hang out at one that's nowhere near school. Yeah, or it's like camp a, or where you live. Literally, it's like you you're in a college town, but you go to this bar. It's like forty five minutes away. <laughs> it's like, the cool bar, right? Yeah. Which the clientele did not seem like a college town bar. Also, cool. Sneaky Pete, maybe also just kind of a shady guy too. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> I have quotes from him written down for later. Oh, I got some quotes. Um. But uh, I mean the clientele there. I mean they're they're checking out Tawny. She's the first one at the bar, right? She's already getting drunk. She's already getting. And then the dudes are just looking at her tits. They're just like zoning in big time. And like it's no excuse. Nothing. Nothing I was going to say is going to be good. Tawny is dressed very provocatively. She is, but like ins- dressed insanely provocatively. Uh, so is Louise, basically. Her husband, Art, who is this, uh, what a late addition to the cast. When you, yeah, you get to meet him and he's outside the, uh, the bar. He's a truck driver. Uh, and he's super jealous of Louise being in school that he's paying for. He probably feels how I felt when he found out what her assignment was. He's like, what? (laughs) He was paying for this. Yeah. He was like, pissed. he was pissed about school. He was pissed. Uh, just so like bothered by sh- he was just a psycho he's a pure psycho he was he is a, a just a mad he's a madman and you get to we get to find out she tells a story louise tells a story about her and him yeah it's and you tough. get to see a flashback it's rough and holy fuck it is like art is not a good guy it is like this is bad this is why are we seeing this why is this flashback Something we needed to see. Well, the flashbacks just get worse. Well, Tawny's story is unbelievably awful. It's very bad. Her dad, 
a horrible person. Very bad. Um, a total monster. <laughs> a real monster. Uh, her, her dad was such a monster that her and her sister were like, we're going to kill ourselves. Yeah, we have a death pact. We have a death pact. We're going to write our names on shotgun shells. Because mm-hmm. this is the thing you do. This is what I mean why it's hard to hate this movie. Because this is one of the most insane stories I've ever seen conjured. Like, and this oh is all being God. told while people are sitting around a bar drinking. Usually when you're sitting around a bar drinking, you're just having a good time. This is, and everybody's faces after Tawny tells that story, they're all like, who? Todd is her boyfriend. And he's like, and he's like, what? Yeah. Later on, he's like, that you chose to tell, tell me this now in front of a whole group of people. Yeah. Then she was, then she gave him shit about, like, oh, sorry. You know, like. I didn't think about your feelings as I was telling my horrible backstory. And he's like, that's not what I mean. I just meant it's crazy to tell me these things. Like we could have had like a personal moment. Yeah, this could have been like a night, a good moment between them to tell me that your sister killed herself and you were supposed to go next, but you couldn't do it. And then you just watched your sister's dead body. And then you kept the shotgun shell that you got, that you wrote your your name on. And so you watch your sister kill herself with a shotgun. And then you're just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, he, she even said, like, I saw the way what it did to her face, and I just couldn't do it. And so, like, you chickened out on your sister. Your poor sister's dead because she thought you let her go first. It's fucked up. Also, like, oh, you could have just, if you realized maybe this is a good idea, maybe you should have stopped her from doing it. And, like, okay. Why didn't you shoot your dad? This is what I was going to say. Why didn't you kill was, your dad? I was going to say, you have a shotgun. You th- you're so, it's, it's so horrible that you're at the point where like you're going to kill yourself. Well, maybe just take care of... I'm not saying... Right. But I was like, just, just going to say, not condoning murder, no. but like in, given their horrible situation and the abuse that they were going through, uh, sexual abuse as well. Uh, Lots of that. If you're going to kill somebody, if, if that's the choice you're making... Maybe you should kill the abuser and not kill yourselves or let your sister kill herself. And then you back out of the situation and then you have to live with that the rest of your life. Which also explains like kind of how she is. Cause I mean, she's a good quote from Tawny is, you know, trying to get me drunk is like trying to get a fish wet. Okay. She also says at one point, hello, naked, naked, horny girl here. Yeah. She, there's a lot of, you can't write down every quote. In this no, movie. I mean, there's just everything Eddie says is basically a quote. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Everything, everything. A lot of things Colin says, um, a lot of things that, uh, the bartender says, uh, by the way, their college was called harvest junior college. It was a, this was a junior community college. Was <laughs> this bar that you had to drive so far away from if it's just like in a town. Yeah, it's just a Harvest Junior College. Uh, Maybe that explains that and bar. One, more. I want to mention this real quick so we don't forget. Yeah. One thing you mentioned that they were drinking and, in a text message, uh, and I wrote it down too, they were doing Irish car bombs as one of their choices of drink. The whole, the whole time I'm watching them do this, they drop in the first. Again, this feels like an early aughts thing when people are learning. Again, I mean, I was of that age when I was learning, but everybody reached that age. Like, What's that? Oh, okay. So fine. He's showing them what it is. You drop the shot. Like the number one rule is then you just drink it. Right. He dro- they all drop their shots. They have like a fucking conversation. Yeah. Just drink it. Yeah. Just what just are we don't doing mess here? with it. Just yeah. drink it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just. Really, right. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Um, 
what was something mentioned about the Cold War? Like Cold War robot. Oh, he just the uh, Stinky Pete. That's what I'll call him. He, didn't, Stink, he called Jigsaw like like a something from the Rusky. Yeah, like a Rusky. Yeah, robot. he looks like a Cold War robot. So like I don't know his fantasies about the Russians and the Cold War. I War. mean, I don't know what's going on with him. I like how he said this is a quote from this man, Sneaky Pete. One of many quotes. Yeah. I've never done this much bartending than I have tonight. Yeah. So like does he expect does he just not do his job? Well, it's, I just, he owns this place. Again, does somebody call off? I assume that this place does not get very busy, which I also I can understand enjoying to go to a dive bar. But if these characters go here quite often enough that they know him and he knows her them do they just not drink this much normally when they come? It's probably not, or they just swing by. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, and the drink choices were just like ridiculous that they were all. Making. I have a question. Why is anyone being served cough syrup at a bar? How much do you hate your liver? Isn't that the, the number one rule on those is like <laughs> don't exceed so many doses and don't drink alcohol while taking this product? And they're getting wasted, and they do shots of. It's Cough. Sneaky Pete's, man. You could do anything there. And you can ask him. Can and then, like, the the rule of, like, their little arrangement was whatever the person who's telling their story about their their mannequin body part is, you have to do the shot. So if it's cough syrup and you're already drinking, you're just going to, like, really hurt yourself? I mean, they're all really fucked up, especially Colin. The, yeah, because that was his plan from the beginning. The thing is, though, his plan is, let's all get fucked up and I'm going to bang one of these girls. If not all of them. But he gets so fucked up. That he's like so sloppy. Yeah, he's a mess. That he, if they went back to anywhere, he probably would have just passed out. Well, he was he's so fucked up. He was coming close to to actually doing things with Louise after he, you know, forced her to drink tequila. Even though she said the last time right. she drank tequila, she ended up on the kitchen floor in her underwear. Yeah, and he's like, that's, and that's why he was like, yeah, yeah I like, want this. He's like, to yeah, happen. give me some tequila. And before that, he he is all fucked up, and he has a vow to go to his car with her. To get the camera, to get the, the tripod, camera, yeah. To take a picture that the class is waiting for because this is school. <laughs> and while while they're doing that, that's right after Tawny tells her horrible story about her past. Correct. And she goes to the jukebox and plays this song about the devil's eyes. Isn't that that I just? Uh, <laughs> isn't that the note where I was just like, oh, psychobilly song? Yeah, yeah. Right? That was, was just like, like it was like in the devil's eyes. I was like, that's fucking awesome, and this is scary. It almost reminded me. What's that? That song? Who sings it? It's in. Uh, it's in Dumb and Dumber, and it's like with the cold right hand. It's like almost yeah, sounded, sure. sounded I, like kind of like I that. Wish I knew. Um, but yeah, the, but it was like the devil's eyes. It was also, like, Luis's trucker husband named Art. Throws a fit before they go in. He's he's there still. Is my point. And he's like right. drinking at the bar. Then he goes out to his truck. I guess. Or he walks. Up he's to go drinking in the bar because Sneaky Pete is like at one point. He's like, "Here, you want another beer, Art?" And he's like, "Is it?" He's like, "I'll put it on your tab." He's like, "Well, you mean it's not free? I put it on my tab." Like he literally, that's yeah, how it literally yeah. delivers yeah. the line. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and then they both have a laugh about it. It is like he's like he's wasted. He yes. seemed like he was drunk when he already got there. Probably, I and mean, he's probably never sober. <laughs> no, he's just. Drunk. If he's if he's ever sober, if he because he seems to hold a job who's an, a truck driver, he's never too drunk on his truck that he can't drive it. Right, because he does do a job, so he probably drinks before work. Maybe he coasts, has a road sodi, comes home and just gets plastered again, does it all over, beats up Louise, beats up Louise. 
Um, <laughs> he yells at her and says, you drawing pretty little pictures. And it's like, picks up her drawing and rips it up. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> the scene where he beats her up and they're like, he's ripping the thing up was such a horrible, like this, it was, it was like, this is a flashback that we have to see. Like at least Tawny's was horrible, but we only see the little bits. Like the Louise one is like a whole sequence. It's like a whole, it's a whole interaction sequence. between I her thought, and her I husband. I thought Tawny's was still, it was about just as long though. It was like, but it was like little clips. It was like, her sister walked to the thing. Yeah. And then the and then it was like the day. Yeah. It was like little bits. I thought the story was just as long. Yeah, as the story told. was just as long, but it wasn't like this one scene. Like we, right. we basically saw a, a, a we didn't five to ten minutes in the life of Louise and yeah, which Art was not great. No, it was horrible. Uh, uh, by the way, when they go, when Colin and Val go out to the car, yeah, they find that swing out there. Yeah. Oh, a swing. And Colin goes, "You're quite the little swinger, aren't you?" Did I write some of that down? And she's like, give me an underdog. And he's like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, she, He said he doesn't know what Yeah, but then she is. explains the underdog and he goes, yeah, get in between your legs. Colin! He's so fucking drunk and he's, and a, just, he's a creep who's out of his mind drunk. Should we explain? So we talked about Eddie had the camera in because he got the piece of the head. Right. So he puts, because we get a, we're describing a character that we have to deal with eventually. Right. So he gets a camera put in his head that's got a weird made up Wi-Fi thing that he can send <laughs> signals to analog TVs. Okay, fine. And then, um, because Tawny's sister blows her brains out with a shotgun, Tawny chooses to like saw off a shotgun and put it on like the arm she got for the mannequin. Okay. And Todd had like no backstory. He, he he was so flat and like non. He literally just said like bad things happened to me. And he like put, that was like the extent. And he put like wasn't he the saw part? Yeah, he no? put the saw on the hand. So the like other. he had like no things like whatever. He and literally it, like put five minutes. In Eddie the also Eddie also put fireworks on the top of Jigsaw's head in he the did. form of a mohawk. He did. And then what was he did? And they were very cool. Um. And then what was well, when Val was having her thing? Like we saw. It was inspired by current events, and we saw a clip of the newspapers at 9-11 hearings. Yeah, it had, like, a newspaper leg. It was, like, newspaper clippings on the okay, leg. Okay, so we've got to work in the terrorist attacks of <laughs> that are very fresh. We're just getting things started. Yeah, we're getting like things... a year or less we're, out. We're getting things fucking Depending started. on when in 2002 this came out and when this was made. Right, because the September 11 hearings, I don't think, started immediately. I right. Know, Congress isn't fast, but I don't have... I can't fact check that right now. Right. Um... So yeah, that's just kind of the pieces that this this uh of this of this mannequin. And the first sure. real like glimpse of we see Jigsaw they show him in the background here and there and things like that. The first real like glimpse of his whole body is when Tawny is dance doing like a strip tease on Jigsaw. Somebody gives her a hundred bucks. And sneaky P is it sneaky or stinky? I wrote down both. <laughs> he didn't care enough and I don't blame you. Um he turns on a bubble machine while she's dancing. And Tawny is just like, she has a whole story about her fake idea, how old she is. And, and then that, she says she forgets her wallet. 
And then people, this is this earlier, but it's worth mentioning. Oh, yeah, they drop all the money down. Like, for oh, I don't have any. Then, you know, even some guy who was there with like his girlfriend gave her a bunch of yeah, money. Yeah, and that guy's there later. He's the one watching her dance. And yeah. he's like, oh. I mean, he keeps, ta- like, they keep going back is, to his eyes and he's being like, she's a little, She's a little mesmerizing when she's doing this. I mean, if I was just at a bar, I was like, what the fuck is this girl doing? And actually, my first to be, what the fuck is this thing over here with this saw blade and this Yeah, I was just going to say, you wouldn't question this thing that she's dancing on? It's not even a person? I also wonder why all these people came in with arms and legs. Like, what is going on? Like, Pete, what's going on over here? I'm going to serve these guys cough syrup. You want some? No, I don't want any cough syrup. This is crazy. Yeah, so it um so she's dancing and this has to be one of the more jarring like cuts in the movie to where it just jumps to something else sure it happens a few other times but this one she's dancing and all of a sudden we're just around a campfire oh yeah we're just done yeah we're just they're done. all out there too it's not like oh here comes you know tawny walking yeah, up from dancing we didn't waste any time we're just out there now yeah just we're just throwing us into the next scene on 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 Pete's like property, probably like he probably owns that. Yeah. Like, he, I guess he was okay with them, um, holding this like ceremony, uh, for jigsaw. Cause they're around a fire. He's like, I'm ready for the ceremony. I'm like, what the fuck ceremony? What is he talking about? This ceremony. And so he says that jigsaw must die for our sins. Yeah. Cause at first I was, I had written down stuff like, you know, well, I had written down Colin is a good teacher. I wrote that down because I keep I keep writing that as I'm as the movie progresses. Like, oh, Colin's a good teacher. Oh, he's a real good teacher. This is what a teacher <laughs> should do. This is great. Yeah, the teacher's like, oh, hey, remember this art project we made? Let's we have to. It has to die for our sins, and uh, I put it on a cross for everybody. Right before I wrote down oh Christ com- comparison, I made sure I had written. Um, I got I got two things to tell you here, just because. A lyric of the Psychobilly song was, My daddy was a pistol, my mother was a bitch, and I'm a son of a gun. That's worth remembering. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, also gun-related, Art was walking out to his truck at some point. Do you remember him saying this? I've got an idea to put in your head, mister. It's called a bullet. As he just stumbles out, like, just talking to space. <laughs> talking to nobody. nobody. He's like, oh, no. Anyways. Um, worth mentioning, but then of course there is a ritual out in the back where Jigsaw has to die for our sins, so we can be real. Like what? Yeah. So they burn Jigsaw. Like they, they. What's the the explanation for how Jigsaw comes to life would be great if they stumbled in, if they did all the steps in an accidental occult ritual, right? That's the easiest explanation they, they, that they, you need. Everything needed. comes out. They ex. I mean, you have to cry. You get you like burn one them. person. Even a, it could have even been a bar patron. They said, you know, like, well, I could tell you why it's alive. You guys did that thing. You put these pieces I mean, together. And Colin the basically piece. assumes that later on. Right. But, like, all they needed was, like, one guy. Yeah. I like not knowing. Because yeah. it, it might make it dumber if I knew. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, it's just I mean, ridiculous. I get the point of, like, an explanation. But, like, that would be what you do in the sequel. You dive more into, like, yeah, how okay. Jigsaw came to be. Uh, well, Jigsaw... Still waiting for Because he just becomes alive. There's not even a scene where you see him get up off the ground and he's all of a sudden alive. And this is where I'm torn because I like the low-budget use, like, the special effects that are almost non-existent. Like... Sometimes they, they, there's a guy as Jigsaw and sometimes they're just pushing around a mannequin. Yeah, which... 
because if he is a mannequin, that's fine. Right. Some, but sometimes there's a guy. Because sometimes he got Jigsaw has to move. Sometimes he has to walk. He moves very gingerly. Uh, but the first person he kills is Todd, unfortunately. And Todd is taking a pi- taking a piss. Well, he has to see a man about a horse. And he says, someone called Guinness, world's longest piss. Again, these are the kind of comments you get to look forward from basically every character. Yeah. But that's like a early 2000s. Like, yeah. That kind of joke would not be in a more popular movie because it would probably be more done a little bit better. I'm just but glad, like, still the language of like world's longest piss. This is this is like the end of when I of when we came of age, and like that sucks. It's the MTV movie. This is the just, M- MTV's Jigsaw. I mean, I feel like MTV wasn't even making better movies than this back then. Yeah, yeah, they were Orange County and sure, yeah, it's um, true, it's true. Josie and the Pussycats and stuff. So, um, yeah, oh yeah, Todd was making out with Todd was making out with his naked. He was making out with Tawny. She was stripping, and then it was on camera mm-hmm. as Jigsaw was watching, and the camera was inside the bar, and Stinky Sneaky Pete yeah. was in the bar watching Tawny strip on camera. And wasn't was the clip? Was that clip? A puppet master clip? No, um, there was in the credits. They said there was a, uh, a clip of a move. Was it puppet master? Or to make sense, full moon pictures. That's what I mean. They said so. I was like, oh shit, was that? Maybe on the TV at one point before they switched to their because well, he's changing. Yeah, because he was changing. Maybe so there, there was, was a quick thing. little puppet master thing in there. But the reason why they stopped making out Tony and Todd is because Todd goes, "Is that a beer?" and just gets up and goes and gets a beer. That's this thing on the ground. And then he goes off and pees. So he just leaves his half naked. Goes off and pees, and then he's uh, he's, he's murdered he's by done. Jigsaw. Jigsaw gets him real good. And then uh, isn't he strangling with barbed wire? He cuts off his head. He like has a wire of some sort. Yeah, he does. And, he, and like the fence was barbed wire. Yeah, and he kills so, him. Like, but he, he has a saw. He could have just. Also, I don't understand how the saw works. How does it cut? How does it make? How does it move? How does it do things? How is it mechanically doing things? How does Jigsaw move around and have a mind of his own? I guess this is true. Magic. It's just this is true. He, magic. He's entirely made of magic. Uh, and then inside, uh, so some of the other kids have gone inside, and Val and Eddie are going to get more drinks because that's all they need is more drinks. And Todd orders a, uh, he says, I'll take a beer with a beer in it. Eddie does that. Oh, Eddie, that. sorry. That's but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's be again. He's being real funny. Yeah, I'll take a beer with a beer in it, and I'll have that shaken, not stirred. And he he's doesn't just, like a fake British accent. It's not. Yeah, British. and also just keep in mind all the weird mannerisms of Eddie, because I'm gonna come back to this. I got a thing to say at the end when when things are. But he's just a kooky, crazy guy, yeah, and, then, and he's the most like next to Val. He's like the most like she's like a main character. And like Eddie is like, I mean, yeah, the he's main like, character. Yeah. He's like the main character. He's like the other main character. Yeah, he is. He is like the other main character. And uh, right around that same time too, they're gonna go play some more songs on the jukebox. They play a weird battleship game, yeah. Or oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna mention they're gonna, they're gonna play some more songs on the jukebox. Yeah. And sneak, uh, stinky sneaky Pete says he wants country music. Well, he's demanding it. Yeah, and he says, 
You can play. You can play any of that jungle beat music you want. I don't know. I'm not. I just Pete. This is not good talk. I don't even know what that like. I think I know what you. I don't like. It. I know. I, can, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I can guess what he meant. I don't like it at all. It's not good, stinky, sneaky Pete. Uh, yeah, some. Jung- yes. You can play all the jungle beat music you want, but you better play some country. Yeah. And then they go to the thing and they play like metal. Yeah, they do like nothing. Like and that. then, and then. They go, oh, we should probably play some country music. Yeah. But it's just funny that, like, he said, before you play anything else, play this. And they're just like, fuck you, and man. Like, fuck you. They it's play metal. Just, and then. This is the same maniac who, like, winks and nods when, like, the bar is closed and then just says, like, oh, you know what I mean? He just lets kids in after hours. Yeah. After any ordinances and just, yeah, like. Yeah, it's like a bar. You're in a state and city. You're not supposed to smoke cigarettes. They're still allowing cigarettes. That's Sneaky Sneaky Beats Bar. Something yeah, Pete like doesn't care. Pete doesn't care. No, Pete. Uh, Pete's like no masks. Yeah. We don't do that in here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of questionable things, did you like how Colin decided to just um make up span, just speak in Spanish? Yeah, just fake Spanish and then also fake Latin. He even says, "I made it yeah, up." I just made it up, and he was just made up some Latin phrase to get Louise to drink tequila to end up in her underwear. Yeah, was that? Yeah, was that before or after he asked her to go on a magic carpet ride? That was before. Because. Oh, no, what? no. The uh, magic carpet ride was around the fire. And he, yeah, because he wanted her to smoke weed and she didn't want to. And he was like really forcing her. And even like. He sucks. He even says he's like, he's like, uh, somebody like Eddie or something's like, leave her alone. And he's like, let the lady make her own decision. And Eddie goes, she just did. Yeah, that's when I wrote down Eddie was a badass, I think. Because it's like, yeah, man. Because she said no. And he yeah, goes, let her make her own decision. Like, she did. She did. And he and he says it. So that's like Eddie's got, you know, like, this is why, like, if I was to take the, uh, you know, just look at the script itself. To say it knows what it's doing. But, like, yeah. it knows what it's doing. It knows the story. And, it, and there, was, there was a few parts where, like, gen- I did genuinely laugh. Yeah, it got me. Um, I forget what When Tawny was looking for Todd... She wants. She wants to screw. She mentioned. She's like, I just want. I, I, don't you want to screw me? I want to screw you. And then she's like, Todd, Todd. And then she's like, Hot naked horny chick here. Yeah. And he goes. And then she goes, Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that part got me. I genuinely laughed when she's like, after she said all that stuff about yeah. banging and stuff, she just goes, Fucking idiot. When uh, she can't find him. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a, a pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did enjoy that. While Jigsaw, you know, he murders most of the people in the movie. Um, mo- I, you yeah, can most is guess. most, yeah. He, you can guess that most people don't make it to, to the end of this movie with Jigsaw murder. Not a lot of gore, but he does murder some... No, there's a lot of, like, off the... Which I think leads into, like, part of the horror. Like, because yeah. it's a, if it's a lower-budget movie, you, it's better to show last. But one person he doesn't really, like, murder... Is uh, stinky, sneaky Pete. He, uh, he just scares him. He to just death. scares him and gives him a heart attack. And that, and so, Luis is very smart because Colin tells her to call nine one one. She can't find the phone, she and she finds, finds it. it. She all she has to dial is three numbers, and she's like, "Oh, my husband's in the truck. He gets to take us to the hospital." He's at the phone and just runs outside. What? Well, she didn't know there was a murdering mannequin. No, robot. but there's a man having a heart attack on the couch. <laughs> so just like talk to the the operator. Maybe it was faster for them to drive him. 
all so drunk. You, the bar is They're 45 minutes away from like school or whatever, but like the hospital is like two minutes in this giant diesel truck. <laughs> well, she ends up getting murdered in the truck. So yeah. Jigsaw's hanging out. I like how he knew to hang out in the truck. Yeah, he's very smart. And then he started beeping the horn a lot. Because one of the things about Jigsaw is that like he supposedly, I mean, Colin he just knows them. He knows their deepest, darkest fears and he knows who they are. So like he knows his worldview is informed by all their knowledge, which maybe that's why he's a murdering psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really sure. He uh, also may just want to be a real boy. When Colin Pinocchio. This is true. Basically. Uh, when Sneaky Pete uh, dies. Yeah. What the fuck is that song that's playing about Jesus feel, on feel him? Like you were on drugs. It's like this slow motion, like twisty, yeah, as and the, the colors are changing. As it goes to black and white, and, and it's like slow motion on him on his dead body for a, quite a while. And this song is playing about like you, you yeah, were Jesus Christ. Jesus is yeah, Jesus. Like is, I was like, are we trying to say that like Pete was their Jesus? No, Jesus just has no. We're saying. Jigsaw is Jesus. I guess, but Jigsaw didn't... He killed him, but didn't No, kill but he him. was also burned in effigy on a cross. This is true. I mean, if you're... It sin- was just a weird song to be focusing on Pete's dead body, too. Amen. And they focused on his dead body for a long time. Pay your respects. It's like... That was one of the moments where I was like, all right, what are we doing here? We're Being just... artsy. Did you pour around for Pete? This, it was just like, we're we're wasting time to add more time. That was the one part where I was like, they're definitely was, trying to extend something. I thought it was dramatic effect. Because there's a few moments when when the camera's like weird for like this weird dramatic effect. And... <laughs> right? Right. Um, when And when also when Jigsaw killed Louise, um, there was some sweet metal music playing. Yeah, it got pretty intense. It's pretty it's pretty sick. Or maybe Tawny. Was it Tawny or um How did he kill Tawny again? Oh, I because he blows her face off with his shotgun hand. Yeah, it, it cuts away. Yeah. So we don't see her head that, explode. That's anything. right. That's um, why I forgot. But then when they're inside. Oh also, so when Which I thought was tasteful. I thought that was, was a good way yeah. to do that. When they're when they're inside and they're like talking about jigsaw and they've seen it and yes. everything they keep going that thing that thing as if they don't know what it is i mean it's they're just lost for words it's like what you this is the thing you made you also it looks it. just like the thing you made it doesn't look like something else this all of a sudden it's not like they made this thing and then a swamp monster came out <laughs> and killed everybody that would be different that would be understandable Can you imagine if this movie had that set up everything happened but instead of like this thing coming to life just a swamp monster appears and it's just totally not connected to anything i want to make that movie <laughs> sneaky Pete swamp <laughs> right uh, and then it's Sneaky Pete all the whole time inside the Swamp Monster costume. Yeah, now it's like Scooby-Doo. A sc- Scooby-Doo. But, now it's Scooby-Doo. But they don't solve anything. They just all die and Sneaky Pete gets to keep doing his, uh, running his business. As or like is. they, none of them die and like Jigsaw is just like their Scooby-Doo. He, he reveals that it's Sneaky Pete. Yeah. Uh, and then and he just, my point is like Jigsaw comes to life and he's just their dog. Like they carry him around. He comes, he self crimes with them. I would, I would be all for that. And, only in animated form, though. <laughs> Whew. I mean, he'd make a good cartoon character. He would make a good cartoon character. Uh, you know what? One thing also he kind of reminded me of was uh, Jeff Peterson from Craig Ferguson. 
who Jeff was a skeleton, but he had that metal mohawk. And well, and he, he had like a metal, a metal jaw, a weird yeah. jaw too. And a the, skeleton, skeleton kind of looked, but it was mannequin. I mean, um, the poster looks more like Jeff Peterson. This is true. Uh, and but so when they when they kept calling it that thing, I was like, why do they keep saying this? So because they, they don't know what to do with it. It's man. like they know what it is, and then Eddie's like, we need to leave, we need to go, mm-hmm. and Val's like, no, I'm not leaving. But even if they didn't go to get in the car, if they say they wouldn't just ran away or whatever, you're just going to stay in this building. You don't think this thing is going to come inside. You just think it's going to stay out there forever. Yeah, for that. I wrote Val sucks. Doesn't escape and doesn't want to go for the car. Right. I mean, it would have been a bad idea, obviously. The, yeah, but, but like, I guess you don't want to leave. I you, guess in that choose your own adventure, like Ed, I would have also been murdered. Right? right. We would have tried to go to the car. Right. But even if you didn't choose to go to the car and just run, yeah. Like you don't want to leave this building. You just want to stay here with dead people and you're probably going to die too. Right. You and you have a maniac teacher who's losing his mind. He's out of control. He's out of he's just out of control. He's uh, he's way beyond drunk. Yeah, he's literally he's, uh, at the, he, the, he's, the delirious phase. He's delirious. He's so upset cuz he watched Louise die from that far away. He even knew that her arm got chopped off. He's, he's really looking, but like, how did he see that? They're so far away. He's got good. He's got good eyesight. He's so drunk. He can't see anything. And yeah. And then he's just like losing his mind. And then she's like, uh, I like how when she's like, I won't leave. He goes, fine, I'll go to the car. But if that thing gets in here, Feed him that guy. And yeah, he points and I, to Colin. I supported that. Like, good. This is a good move. That's yeah. exactly what you do. Yeah. This man is. This man has shown you all night that he is totally expendable. If it comes down to you or Colin, Colin's got to go. But then, Eddie dies. He goes in the car. Yeah. This is when the movie makes me. I didn't think I like wanted anything from this movie, and then I began wanting things. Because then Eddie. Goes in the car. Yeah. A headless jigsaw is in the car. Yeah. Jigsaw's head just in a bush outside he watching. A, he pulls a swerve. He pulls a swerve on them. So he, he that's the one of the gorier scenes is when he it kills is. Eddie mm-hmm. um, in the car. He saws through and his chest. And then they go back inside and Colin's like talking to Val about all this crazy nonsense mm-hmm. about how he thinks he has an idea how yeah. to get things. Yeah. And he clubs her over the fucking head. Colin is just like... I don't know who's more of a villain, like Jigsaw or Colin, because Colin, all the movie only happens because of Colin. Right. So like all of this happens because of him. All of it. Every single Whether he bit. knew this Jigsaw creature was coming to life or not, once that was a situation we we're dealing with, you're choosing now to sacrifice your student. Right. It is. A, and then, yeah, he's going to sacrifice her to Jigsaw and Jigsaw comes in. And kills Colin instead. And then I can only assume kills Val. He, but no, she's strung up again in the Christmas lights. And yeah, he chooses, he cho- yeah, which Colin, you fucking creep. Yeah. Like if she, nobody else died in their under, well, Tawny did, Tawny but did. she was already, she that did was that by choice. She did that herself. Yeah. That was by choice. Um, but Jigsaw doesn't go to kill her and then goes to, but see, this is what I wanted. Jigsaw doesn't have a head. Eddie's been laughing and joking the whole movie. We've been making a chimera somewhere. Like, we don't even know what Jigsaw's master plan was. Yeah, Jigsaw does have a head when he comes in. Right, right. But what I wanted, basically, in a... Okay, hear me out. 
Because the movie just ends then. Yeah, and Colin, it's over. Colin dies and it cuts to black. And it's over. And it's like... You don't get to see what happens to Val. You can only assume that Jigsaw just kills her and then he goes on a murdering rampage until somebody stops him. And how do they even stop well, him? Well, he's, he's taking body parts because I'm a, this is where I wanted the story to go, which I already mentioned. He builds a new body and via magic, he's transplanted into this body. Because so right, we don't even know what he did with all the body parts. No. So and like Colin said, like, oh, he took his legs or no, no, he's taken Eddie. Eddie made the head, and he's taken the head because I wanted Eddie to play this sentient flesh jigsaw. And now you have you've given birth to a new supervillain. And then at the end, Eddie can taunt Val because it's Jigsaw, but she's being taunted by her best friend's face. So then she has to battle him and then she can kill Jigsaw or But dis- it would only be on one leg. What do you mean? Because she ne- they needed her leg. She made the leg. It also killed Art. Art didn't have any part of this. Yeah, it killed Art and it killed Colin, and Colin didn't build anything. Right, so he got all, he can get all the body parts. Just say and he's together. And technically Stinky Pete. Yeah, so just say he's all together, and the movie would end with her freeing herself from the Christmas lights, killing this new form Jigsaw, and then the movie is over. Because, like, Jigsaw had a whole plan. We don't see where it goes. Yeah. Colin just dies, and then she's strapped to the carpet still in the Christmas lights, and then we don't really know what happens. It's just like, we're done. No, yeah. Literally, uh, Colin dies, the end, cut to black. Just, that's it. What? And I, that's why I stuck to the whole credits. I'm like, oh, maybe that... No. No. There's nothing. No. Just It literally just, just ends with no done. resolution, no anything. It's like... Everyone's dead. Jigsaw reigns <laughs> supreme over the world. But right, like, there's just like a step of the plan we don't get. I know it's only 80 minutes. Could it give me 10? 10 more minutes. Like, I never want to ask that of any of these movies. Give me more time. I hate doing it. So, though, there's been a couple. But, like, Neon, that whole scenario I described could just take 10 minutes. And it would be action-packed, chase scene, fight him. She finds a way to kill him or, do, or do even just, you know, push him into a lake or set him on fire again. Do something. But the last we see of our heroine is that she's half naked, strapped Christmas lights on a carpet and in a she's bar. not going anywhere. She's dead. He didn't kill her, though. We don't see her. it. He skipped her. For now. Because Jigsaw is in love with Val. We, I don't know that. Because he has the mind of Eddie. I don't. Eddie's in his head. Literally I, built I the head. I don't know this. So you can, these are all things you, we could have gotten if we had 10 more minutes. Ten. That's all we needed. 10 measly more minutes. And the movie refused and said, nah, peace out. Just I like, have nothing to say about that. About like, there's no trivia about this movie. There's nothing to like look up to see why things happened. Why budget? Not nothing. They remade the face a few times. That's what I saw. They remade the, the yeah, head like, a okay. few times before they finally went with what they did. I was just, it just, it felt so right to me that like at the end, after Eddie got killed, which I didn't expect to happen at all. After Eddie dies, I'm like, oh well, if he's taken heads, he made the head. Eddie will come back as the monster, and then because he's been on screen the most, you think it's something? Nah, nah, that's, that's over. Pass. That's over. Uh, well, you know, there's some people that love this movie, genuinely love this Again, movie. Again, don't hate it. I don't hate it either, but I also hate it at the same time. Um, so this person said, ten out of ten. It must hurt to die. Well, I really, yeah. I really did love this movie. I thought the plot was great and it was scary. My favorite character was Tawny. She was also the most interesting. And I liked Jigsaw too. He was good. I like Jigsaw. <laughs> he was good. The violence and scary stuff doesn't start to happen until about 50 minutes through. 
but the story is very interesting nonetheless. I also thought it ended at the perfect moment. I know there will be some people who will be complaining about the ending and that it shouldn't should have lasted longer. But what else do you need to know? It ended at the perfect moment, something most horror movies don't do. I love this movie. Did I already say that? It'll be rentable at video stores and make sure you rent it. You won't be disappointed. I sure hope they make a sequel. What year was that written? 2002. Ugh. I did notice that some people, uh, and this guy could have been one of them, saw this movie at a screening at Flashback Weekend that takes place in oh, Rosemont, shit. Illinois. Nice. So I did see that in a few, cool. uh, in a number of the 2002 reviews that said they saw this at a screening. But like, as far as a concept for a horror villain goes, it's a good concept. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's you know, it's different. Yeah. And you can, it's another you can add them to the if you if you know, let's just say this had been a hit and had had a bigger budget, and then Jigsaw was named something not related to Saw at all, so it wasn't as confusing for people to figure out. You could be up there with the other slasher guys, like a lower tier but like within yeah. conversation I mean, full, full moon has a collection of slasher characters that are in the pop culture pantheon which other the ones puppet master oh those yeah right They're, those main figures yeah our people recognize those whether yeah. they've seen the movies or not yeah. video stores alone the yeah, covers they're there people yeah. know that mm-hmm. so um here's another one seven out of ten stars killer killer mannequin on the loose as lame as my heading sounds, I actually like this movie. The plot itself is actually pretty interesting. The one part that pissed me off about the movie was that we are never shown what Jigsaw is doing when the parts that he is removing from each of the dead victims. Did I mention Jigsaw is an actual mannequin? I don't know why I enjoyed this movie so much. Oh, actually, that's written as a question. I don't know why I enjoyed this movie so much. Hilarious. It must it must have been because of the character Tawny. Hmm. She is why re- is Tawny such a hit? She is rather stunning and does a great great sort of table dance for the rest of the goons at Sneaky Pete's. Her boyfriend Todd is a total jerk it's not that much uh, for preferring beer over her. As hmm. she so quaintly puts it when she's left alone, hello, hot horny chick here. She also has the best story out of the five and prefers uh, prefers a no-gore death scene. She prefers it? <laughs> I, a I, preference this is of the character. This is, you're, it's being phrased wrong, <laughs> right? Like it's, yeah. Uh, uh, did I mention she is pure sex candy without having a TNA scene? Well, that's my take on Jigsaw. Hey, I like scary movies. Do I recommend it? Sure. Have fun with it. What other movie can you have a walking man, walking mannequin, walking mannequin doing the killings? I mean, none exactly come to mind. <laughs> no, I just yeah, I just love the uh, the thought, the, the love for Tawny there. Lots of love well, for I mean, Tawny. Corey, you saw what she was doing, and you saw how she was dressed. Right, is everybody's favorite character in two thousand two? Reviewers, that review was two thousand five, but still. Uh, here we go. There's one more review here. Over 15 years uh, ago. This is a 10 out of 10. One of the best horror films I've seen in the past 10 years. And when was this written? A 2006. Oh, shit. Strange to the point, this is one of the best horror films I've ever seen. The storyline is gripping from the start till the end. And you'll want to see the movie again and again. The acting throughout is superb. And this movie deserves 10 out of 10. Whoever says it's rubbish deserves half stars. Uh, deserves half. St- 
one a half star. Obviously, did see the class throughout. I don't understand what that means. Who does? Uh, Jigsaw is one of the best horror characters of all time. And I would say he's better a character than anyone in Saw 1, 2, or 3. I would say that I saw Saw 1, 2, or... I would say also say that Saw 1, 2, and 3 are worse than this movie. This really sets the standard for horror movies. This is no connection here. It's just... There's no connection. What are we talking about it in the same sentence? There's no connection here. As I started reading it at first, I was like, did this person mean to leave a review for a Saw movie? No, and, but then they obviously. It, right. But wouldn't that have been even funnier if there was a review for Saw on this and somebody thought they were... <laughs> that would just be like... That would be just like an, almost even an honest mistake. Of just not... Like, why would you assume it would right. be different? But I just point? love this guy. This The the jigsaw in this is better than any of the, any of the characters... In Saw 1, 2, or 3, you'd also say that Saw 1, 2, or 3 are worse movies than this. I mean, I don't remember the, the second or third ones being all that wonderful, but the first one's great. The first one's... There's a reason why they kept making more, because the first one, again, low-budget, top-notch shit. Yeah, it's, like it's, a, it's, horror, it's a, a horror. Great, great it's a, movie on a budget, and one of the more original, like, new vein of type, you know, traps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was. A, it set a whole genre of... It didn't torture porn type it, it horror did. movies for better or worse. It did. Yeah. It started the whole trend of that. Uh, so, you know, uh, but it's yeah. hard to throw, like there's just not enough meat on jigsaw yet. The potential is there. Right. Yeah. But it's not yet. No, unfortunately not yet. So go check out uh, jigsaw. It's available on Amazon prime video. Um, it's from 2002. You'll have to search jigsaw 2002 usually to yes. find it. Uh, but it is there. It does exist. Uh, and, you know, if you're just looking for a cheesy B-movie to watch, uh, this ain't a bad one. It's it's not bad. It's also bad, but it's not bad. It's like a... It's it's absurd. It's definitely a, would be a good one to watch with a group of people uh, because it's there's some outrageous lines and things that happen in the movie. Uh, so next week on the podcast, we're going to watch a movie that is available on Tubi. Always a good sign. Always a good sign. Available on Tubi. Uh, we figure we gotta we gotta squeeze in a a silly comedy here at some point. Uh, it's been a while since we watched on uh, such I a hate comedy, silly comedy. I hate laughing. But uh, next week on the podcast, the hottest action to ever hit the slopes. We're watching the comedy classic from 1990, Ski School. Well, there's gonna be a lot of cool fashion statements in this film. I can almost guarantee it. Ski school. So in the 80s and in the early 90s, there were a lot of skiing movies. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, uh, like a trope of comedies that existed. There was one called Hot Dog the Movie that was a very popular uh, skiing movie. Ski Patrol was another one. Skiing uh, was the whole thing. Later on in the... I mean, it still m- is. More so early 2000s, they tried to redo that again. There was a movie called Out Cold. Okay. Uh, Zach Galifianakis was in that early on. Uh, but this uh, this stars the one, the only, Dean Cameron, uh, who, you know, uh, us on the podcast will remember him most from uh, as Rockula. He's been yes. in tons of movies in the 80s. Uh, Summer School being another one. I absolutely love Summer School. Uh, that's a fantastic movie with, uh, with um, you know, good old Dean Cameron and Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon also in uh, in uh, Summer School and Kirstie Alley. But that's a great... I will, will highly recommend going to watch Summer School if you ever can. But Ski School is another beast. 
it uh, it's a whole other thing going on here. So uh, it's a, like I said, those it's just a the teen kind of teen post high school college yeah. college comedy type of thing going on here, uh, just on the cusp of uh, of the eighties and nineties. Uh, so rival groups in a skiing school do battle on and do. off the pist. One gang are rich and serious. The other group are party animals. That's not who I expected the rich and guys to be up against. All right. Yeah. So like there's just way too much money and time being thrown around. <laughs> so ski school from 1990. I actually thought this was an 80s movie. I don't, I don't think in? skiing is necessarily that cheap anyways. <laughs> Well, you never know. You never know. Well, Maybe last... it's a, I I I did see this movie uh, when I was a, as a youth. I'm like, is US... this another one of those movies that shaped who you yeah, are? Yeah, the USA Up All Night. Oh, fuck. Uh, you know, I was wa- probably uh, watching USA Up All Night or TNT or something like that, and yeah, uh, saw Dean Cameron, who I had seen in other movies in the around that time. I was like, no, I'm gonna watch this. I don't remember much about it, but I know it has been parodied by many things. Uh, this kind of movie is more yeah. so this one. South Park has an episode about skiing. Makes sense. That is very much. So that's uh, why whenever I come over, you have those skis in the corner. Yes. It all goes back to yep. this film. And there's some characters in uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, too, that are very reminiscent of, uh, of ski school, ski and the ski patrol and all those movies like that. So uh, next week on the all podcast, right. ski school is available on Tubi. So for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. And I am Nick. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>